Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Lots of people make crow hunting harder than it needs to be. On this episode, I'm going to give you tips to how you can hunt crows super easy in the woods. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel, helping new hunters get started and bringing new insights to all hunters. I'm your host, George Kanitas, and today we are adding to my ongoing archive of shows on crow hunting. I like to do a show or two every year to just keep building out the library of crow hunting knowledge on the website, newhuntersguide.com. You can go there, go to the categories, go to crow hunting, and find every episode I've ever done on the subject. But uh, I really like crow hunting. And for as much as I like it, I don't do it as often as I should. Uh, It's so much fun, but uh, I use crow hunting to fill the gap between the end of water fowl and deer season and the beginning of turkey season. And I enjoy it thoroughly. Um, And depending on what time of year you hunt and where you hunt, you've got all sorts of different conditions. So today, I'm going to talk about some of the conditions I most often encounter hunting when the leaves are down off the trees. Will this still work when there's leaves in the trees? Yes, but to a lesser degree. But all winter long, we can hunt crows here in Pennsylvania where I'm at. And I really, really like the approach of hunting them in the woods. Why do I like that so much? Well, I don't have too many of the ideal crow hunting locations. Edges of fields, farms, places where there's thousands of them and you've got farmers willing to let anybody and everybody come in and hunt crows. And all you got to do is set up some decoys and find a way to hide yourself and you can shoot dozens, if not hundreds in a day. That's not really me where I am and where I hunt. I wish I could hunt like that. But uh, the bottom line is that's just not available. It's just not in the cards for where I am right now. And, um, you know, crow hunting is one of those things that there's so many ways to do it. Don't let the guys on Facebook make you feel like, oh, if I can't shoot 100 crows, might as well not even go out. That's ridiculous for one. It's also really expensive. You know, if you're going to go out with 40 decoils and shoot through a case of ammo in a day, that's a lot of money. That's a huge investment. And considering most people don't even eat the crows, they treat them as a menace animal, Um, you know, like a coyote or something like that, then uh, for what? You're not taking anything home. So while it's fun, you know, 
don't feel like that's the only way to do it. Now, I have talked some about hunting crows in the woods in the past, and those episodes are on the website, and you can go look at those. But today, I've got some new information, I've got some some new approaches that I want to share with you guys. All right, so tip number one, you want to find woods that are about 30 to 40 yards high or less. You want trees that are not higher than 40 yards or so the treetops. But it's good if they are some old, robust trees. You just don't want them more than about 40 yards high. And uh, people don't like to hunt in the treetops because they don't have, you know, a great view of the birds. They're not able to, to get them while they're flying. That's not really what we're talking about today. Um, I've done a lot of shooting at crows and hunting flying crows. But quite honestly, I've found that, especially if you're new at this, probably the single most efficient, effective, easiest, and foolproof way to do it is to try to get the crows to land in the trees. All right. Everything I'm talking about today, this is your objective. You want to hunt them another way? Good. Go to the website. There's lots of other ways to do it. But this is how we're talking about today. You want to get the crows to land in the trees. When they're flying, they are harder to hit. Whether they're flying fast, whether they're flying slow, especially if they're circling, flying over top. You know, if crows are coming in to land in your decoys, then it's kind of like duck hunting. They're a lot easier to hit if they're coming in close range decoying. That's the best case scenario. That's like the dream hunt that everybody wants. And uh, if you have the right setup, you can have it. But if you're in the woods and you don't have the perfect scenario and you don't have all these decoys, I found there's no easier way to shoot a crow than this. So you want to find a spot, number one, where the trees are no more than 30 to 40 yards high. Not feet, yards. And the reason is, you're looking at uh, maximum effective shooting range of about 40 yards for most ammos and choke tube combinations. So you don't want the birds to be any higher than that. And of course, they may not stop directly over top of you, so they could be a little bit further away. And so you need some margin there. I think 30 yard high trees is probably the best, although you pretty probably can't pick or measure them to be exactly that. But the bottom line is you want trees that are low enough that if the crows land in the tree branches at the top, they're still within shotgun range, at least out to a fair distance in a circle around you. So number one, find trees that are that high. Number two, you want to try to find an area that is a little bit open in the trees. You don't need a clearing, you you don't need a food plot, you just want an area that's a little bit open. And the idea is you want crows that are circling around to be able to look down into that open area and see what's there. Because that's where you're gonna wanna put your decoys and your calls. Now, how many decoys do you need? About two. You need about two decoys. Uh, more is better, but two is all you need. Four is better than two. 30, better than two, but honestly, you don't need more than two. You can do this with two decoys, um, and every crow that you down becomes another decoy. 
And so you want to find a clear open area and you want to find some way to, to get your decoy set up there. Right? Maybe one's on the ground. Maybe you've got one on a branch. You've got one elevated somewhere. Um, you know, it's great if there's like a fallen log and then you can clip them or, or attach them or stick them onto that fallen log and uh, hide your call underneath the log so it's not obvious. Because when the call is playing, crows are going to look for what's making that sound. All right. And they got to see something if they're going to get comfortable and come in. So you want that call to be blaring out from that clearing and the crows fly in. I say clearing. I just mean a spot that's a little bit more open. You don't want it to be thick and dense. You want the crows to be able to look down and see that, that spot on the ground so they can spot your decoys. Right? We're not trying to get the crows to come in and land on the ground. Though, that would be great. And some may do that. And you may get some really cool shooting. But the goal is to get them to start coming in, circling, and landing in the treetops. And then what you want to do is hide moderately well. Now, most people talk about, you know, blinds and hiding from crows as they are the, the, have the greatest eyesight of any bird on the planet. And they're the smartest creature to ever go into the skies. And, you know, if you have one nostril hair that's exposed, they'll see it and spook from 100 yards. Yeah, not really. I mean, crows have good eyes. They're smart. But, I mean, they're crows. They're, their brain's the size of a pea. They're not that good. What I often will do is just get a stool or find a, a fallen log or something that I can sit on and lean up against a big tree. You want to wear all camo, camo face mask, but I will just find a spot maybe, maybe 10 to 20 yards away from the call and the decoys um, and I will just lean up against a big tree and not move. That's the biggest thing you can do is be still, all right? And it's the woods, you're covered in camo, you're leaning against a tree, you've got no other colors or anything else that's going to stand out. And what you want to happen is for these crows to start circling. All right, so number one, you want, the, you want to find a spot where you can see, or where they can, where they can see. Number two, you want to get your decoys in that spot, or sorry, number one, you want to have treetops that are low enough. Number two, you need to have a spot, a clear area where they can see. And number three. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. This is important. Shoot the first crow that lands in a tree. All right? People often say all the time, well, George, you don't want to shoot the scout because uh, then the other ones won't come in. Okay, so there's truth to that in certain situations. But the goal here is to get a crow to land in a tree and then shoot that crow. Period. All right? This is your goal. You're not trying to get three with three shots. That's super unrealistic. Once you shoot the first shot, all the ones that landed in the tree are going to take off. The first crow that lands in a tree within range, shoot it. Run over, recover the bird. Well, if they're circling still, don't run over. But as soon as crows are out of the area, run over, bring it back, and put it near your decoys. The next crow that comes, that lands in a tree, shoot it. Recover it, put it in your decoys. Your decoy spread is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger with every crow that you take. All right? These are free decoys. They are falling out of the sky. But the goal here is to shoot the birds as they come and land in the trees. All right, You're not going to shoot two or three at a time, most likely. It's just not going to happen. Not in this kind of scenario. They're too wary. They're, they're too far. You know, If they're coming in and decoying like ducks... You can get more than one in, in, a, in a string, but this is not what's going on, all right? And so as soon as one lands in a tree, shoot it. It's going to fall. You grab it, put in your decoy spread. Be like, well, but George, if you shoot the, for the scout, the other ones won't come in. Look, they're not that organized, first of all. Second of all, if the scout doesn't fly away screaming, they may very well think the scout just landed on the ground. Right? Now the scout's there. They can circle and see. Oh, there's that There's that crow with the other crows. There's a crow party. It's all the more reason for them to come in. And you can just sit there and keep shooting them as they land in the tree. Now, what may happen is you shoot that first one. And then maybe when you get up or, or you didn't see other ones, you know, you, you they stop coming around. Well, once you get that one, put it down. Come back, sit down, turn the call back on. Also, this is important. Whenever you get up to move, turn the call off. All right, you shoot that one. If you're going to go recover it or chase it down, turn off the call. Wait a moment. Make sure another bird's not about to land in a tree. Once the coast is clear, go recover that bird. Come back, put it in the decoys, turn the call back on, hit it again. All right. It's very important the call's not on while you're moving. 
because the call is drawing attention to where you are. If It's not as if you're invisible when the call's off, but attention is not being glued to your spot if the call isn't on. So as soon as you pop up, turn off the call. Run over, grab that fallen crow, bring it back, throw it in the decoy spread. Try to arrange it to look in some way or fashion natural-esque. Um, you know, laying on its back with its feet up in the air, not supernatural, right? Just flip it over, do whatever, it'll be fine. A lot of crow decoys that we use look terrible anyway, and they still work. Then go back, sit down, and then turn the call back on and wait for them to come back. Now, if there's a dozen of them circling still after you shoot the one, well, you know, just wait. More may land, right? But once the action slows down, turn the call off, and then there you go. This kind of effect works really good if you are on a like a plateau. So there's a valley, they're on, there's a side of a hill, you've got a plateau, so that, um, and this works really well, the birds are, are, feel like they're higher than they are relative to you, okay? So what do I mean by that? Okay, well, if you're in a valley, you're at ground level, and crows may be flying over the tops of the hills. Well, they may be 20 yards over the top of the hill, but they're 100 yards over you because you're in the middle of the valley. Now, you don't necessarily want to be on the top of the hill either because then you stand out. But if you have a plateau of some kind, if you have a bench, if you've got an area where, okay, there's a dip, there's a valley, and then there's a hillside, and then somewhere on that hillside it flattens out a little bit, that flattens out a little bit spot is perfect. Because those birds could even fly in, you know, at low level right next to you. They may even come in through the trees and land there. But they're, you don't want them 100 yards over the treetops. They're less likely to land. So in this kind of setup, if you have some elevation change and you're on the higher side of the elevation, it's going to work a little better. It can still work the other way, but it's going to work a little better. Higher ground is better than lower ground when it comes to crow hunting. And every bird that you down just makes the decoy spread that much better. Um, and crow hunting is honestly one of those kinds of hunting, one of the only kinds of hunting I know of, that a silencer on a shotgun would make a lot of sense, that it would help a lot. And they do make such things. They're probably not worth the money, and I've never used one. But this kind of scenario right here would be amazing to have something like that. And you, you pull the trigger, and they don't hear a whole lot of anything, and you're not, you're not spooking them out from far away. They're not even sure what's going on. They think their buddy came down the land. Uh, the benefits there would be great. So if you have a silencer on a shotgun, this is the way to use it right here to great effect for crow hunting. Now, next thing is we want to thank the sponsor of this episode, and that is you guys. All of the Patreon supporters, all of my research partners, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for, for pitching in, for helping. Every single partner makes a difference. That couple dollars a month adds up, and I use every single dollar of it in order to help 
do the different tests that we do, the different experiments, YouTube videos, buying targets, buying ammo, buying things that go boom, ballistics, gel, paper, all of it. Really appreciate you guys. You can head to the website, newhuntersguide.com, find the link to Patreon, or just go to Patreon and type in New Hunters Guide, and you can find the page. Really appreciate all of the support that everybody puts in. Now, when it comes to crow hunting like this in the timber, you've got birds circling overhead. You're staying still. You're totally camoed out. All right, you're... you're you're in the in between the breaks and the action. You're you're adding the down birds into the decoy spread. How long is this going to last? All right, Shouldn't, can you expect action here for hours at a time, or is this a short-term gig? What I've found is that unless you are close to huge crow population epicenters like farms and things like that, but you can't hunt on those farms for whatever reason. Chances are this kind of scenario is probably not going to play out much more than an hour. And it can be very effective in the morning. It can also be very effective in the evening. But chances are it's not going to last much more than an hour. Now, play it out until it stops, right? But this is not an all-day hunt. But what you can do is you can hunt the same spot a few days in a row. Or you can hunt it morning and then come back in the evening. So what is ideal is if you have a few spots like this that you can go to in a day or in a morning. Right? If you have two or three of these kind of spots that you can find, ideally some distance in between them. You want to be able to drive from one to the next so that you're not hunting the same crows. The same birds didn't see any of this happen. They didn't hear any of this happen. So that's how you can fill a good morning. If you got three spots and you spend an hour per spot, that's a great half a day right there. All right. You can, you can get a lot of crows. You can have a lot of fun. Um, you don't just have to shoot them when they land in the trees. But I cannot tell you how many people that, that they've just never shot a crow. They've never been able to do it. They've always failed. They don't know what to do. Well, there you go. This is it. This is the answer. Super easy way to do it. So guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out all the other episodes on crow hunting. Consider supporting the channel on Patreon. And I would certainly ask you to go ahead and head to iTunes. Leave a five-star review with comment. Not for me, but it's the number one way to help grow the channel and reach more people. Thank you guys so much. God bless you. And go get them in the woods. want to succeed you want to fish you want to be one of the greatest tune in to west marines life on the water presented by costa custom boats every saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m eastern on waypoint tv Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.